Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Yes, JT Fossey Ford 501 Peel Street. Go down and check out the all-new Ford Puma down there. Lovely little SUV it is. It's got the Ford Pass too. G'day, Tony. How are you? Good morning, Peter. I'm well, thank That's you. That's the way. How good's that Ford Pass? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. but It's an app you get with all-new Fords now where you, it's it's an app on your phone, obviously, mm-hmm. and, you know, it can you can start the engine with it. Oh, yeah, that's really the cool. Car. You can see how much petrol you've got left. Um, you can you can see whether it needs a service or I not. I love There's just starting it from, like, stuff. far away. Yeah, if you're yeah. kind of like James Bond or something. Just like, yeah, exactly Ow. right. Well, think of, think of a really cold morning, you know, like a minus five morning in Tamworth in yeah. winter, and you can get the heated cranking. Yeah. I had a friend who was buying, he's a tradie, and he was buying a new ute, and it was like between, I don't know what it is that he actually has, but whatever car it is, he's got that kind of thing where you can start it from far away, mm. um, and he said that's what sold him, Yeah, was being able to start the car and like have the heater on before he gets in it. I know, and it's it's amazing how we buy cars now, what 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 makes us buy a car now because it's completely different to what it was 20 years ago where you'd be talking about it's got plenty yeah. of power and it's fuel economy and and la 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 now it's all tech oh this got this one's got the bluetooth connection and the well i just bought a car and everything and you've got stuff on yours all i said to her was i need bluetooth i would like a reversing camera mm. and like fuel economy and she was like uh, well, every car has Bluetooth and <laughs> every car has a reversing camera and we can do the fuel economy. And I was like, all oh, right. Tick, tick, tick. Thank yeah. you very much. Did, does it? Does your one do that one where it can reverse park without... I've seen no, that on a, I've only but seen that's that okay because I'm really good at real reverse case. parking. So. Oh, 10 out of 10. I love that. <laughs> I love a bit of confidence. You are a confident lady. My friends will literally get out and swap with me if they're driving so that really? I can park their car. Mm-hmm. I take pride in it as well, actually, yeah. to be honest. I, I, I'm very proud of my reverse parking as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a skill. Well, and some people skill. really hate it. And I have friends that will, like, the reason that we do this, like, swapping thing if they're driving is because they will drive around in circles until they have a car park that they don't have to reverse into. And if we're going somewhere, I'm like, honey, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Get out of the car and I'll park it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. You've been watching too much <laughs> Oprah. I think. Um, but that's right. And you, do, you, do you also go when you see someone nose it in when he should be reversing it in? And oh, then when they, they and then they, they go they backwards it. and forwards, backwards and forwards, backwards, trying to get yeah. it to think, you know, and a decent enough off the or road. Or when you when you're behind someone waiting and they go too far and you're like, nah, it's oh, not going to work. See, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, mate? <laughs> I just look and I'm like, too far. You're going to hit the curb. Oh, there oh, you go. Oh, gee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those really annoying people. Yeah. No, it's not a huge skill that gets tested now either. Like I a, feel like it was such a big deal when I got my learners that I had it's to not. know how to do that perfectly, and so I used to that I used to just do that all the time. Even when I didn't have to, I would do it. I taught my kids, you know, religiously because when I did my test, I had to do. I did my test in a manual. Yeah, same. And I had to go uphill, like it was uphill backwards, reverse park. Like it was tough. <laughs> do you know what? I actually I had to do my L's test twice. It's like. 
Sorry, the, only, the only yeah. test in my life I've ever had to do twice, and mm. I was I was embarrassed mm. because I had to, I failed the first one. Um, they said I was speeding in a forty zone. Don't think I was, but anyway. Um, but they did. Do you think they failed you? Because they used to say, well, they usually fail your first time just to cut you down a peg, well, just to make sure that you understand that this is interestingly. Um, Almost all of my friends, bar one, I think, failed the first time. I think that was a thing back then. It was like, right, yeah. we don't give, unless you're an absolutely safe and superb driver, you don't get it first time. We you get it second f- time because we just fail you once mm. just so you understand that you're not a, not it's as good not a, a driver given. as what you think you are. You have to yeah. earn it, yeah. You need experience as well, a we, driver. We were you? the first generation that had the 120 hours with the separated 20 night hours and like it got way more serious that year that I mm. turned 16. And um, yeah, I remember I failed the first one. I was devastated. But on my second one, I had a reverse park on a hill, but it was like down the hill. Yep. Which, yep. And I was in a manual. And I was like on the on the handbrake, like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll definitely fail if I crash. <laughs> yeah, the hill start as well. But I did. I taught my kids how to do it properly and you know well and all that sort of thing. Didn't come up. Two of them didn't even come up. What? Yeah, they didn't have to do a reverse park. He said we had to do a parallel park, but we just like nosed it in. It's like, well, no wonder there's so many people around now that. I had to do Can't everything, three-point yeah. turn, reverse park, like all of that. It just—it seems to be different now. I think they've relaxed it a bit since they have had this. You were the first generation that had the 120 hours. Yeah. Now they're sort of—they all have to do it, and maybe the the maybe they think just that's enough. Relaxed a bit now. I don't know, but it's an interesting one. Um, what's Crazy. Uh, yeah? Maybe we'll get someone from the RTA. What's it called? Services New South Wales. <laughs> in later on, uh, later they're on never going to admit they've going. gone soft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but if I get you to grill them, <laughs> maybe we can squeeze something out of them. Um, what's happening in the news today? So, uh, still lots of things coming out with the federal budget. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, there was a reply last night from Labor. I have to say, it was very good. Yes, I enjoyed it. You know what? You know what I liked about it. It was positive and it gave some alternatives rather than just yeah, exactly. cutting down. I feel like they've fallen into the trap the last few budgets. Of just uh, saying how much they hate saying, it. Of just saying, oh, they hate it and oh, this is another example of waste and blah, blah, blah. But my thing's always been, well, give us a, give us a different point exactly. of view. Give us, exactly. give us an alternative. And I feel like they did. They, or at least they were trying to do that anyway. I don't know whether it's... Yeah, um, I was pretty impressed. They yeah, have a, a much on. more comprehensive plan for... Uh, women mm-hmm. and I think that's 100% needed because they have definitely lost more jobs throughout the 2020 than males mm-hmm. it's just kind of how it's just a fact mm. um, so that's great but uh, on a local point of view some money from the uh, Tuesday night federal budget is going towards the Narrabri inland port um, mm-hmm. so that's yep. fantastic for them another mm-hmm. 7.8 million dollars so um, that will get under construction soon, I'd say, with that extra money there and bring lots of jobs to the region and service providers. Yep. Um, the Dumeric Dam near Armadale, it's not actually used for town water anymore, but it's become a really popular uh, recreational area. Okay. So they're going to redo it, basically, give it a bit mm-hmm. of a revamp, uh, and they've got a new exhibition on display. We're Interest- talking new facilities and that's right, you know, toilet yeah. blocks and yeah, campgrounds exactly. and all like oh, that. Terrific. Yeah. And they plan. Uh, so it's really close to Mount Duval Reserve, which is a 
got a corridor of protected koala habitat. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got a plan for management of their biodiversity and they want in the future for their backtrack youth program to be the managers of that area, which I think is oh, such a fantastic mm. way to like improve some facilities for everyone to use. Um, hopefully have a really great management plan for biodiversity and then have young local people taking ownership and responsibility of keeping it nice and I think I think mm. it's just a great plan. Tell me what the backtrack program is. Do you know much about it? So it's a diversionary program for kids who are not doing well at school or not doing well at home or they're mm-hmm. finding themselves in trouble and things like that set up by some Indigenous people in the Armadale region. I think mm-hmm. they have it in a few places in Moree as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's uh, a new kind of like they do some extra schooling. They do some kind of things you'd even find at like a men's shed. So they learn yeah. practical skills They're that they can take into their life. putting them in a different environment and, exactly. and, and educating in a different way. I think yes. That's yeah. one of the great failings of society, I reckon, over over hundreds of years in that we just have, this is how you learn, this is your classroom, and it just doesn't fit everybody. Absolutely. And a lot of people have fallen through the cracks over a lot of years, haven't they? So yeah. that's an amazing program. Yeah, it sounds mm. awesome. And I think, um, you know, new facilities in a kind of remoteish area like a dam can sometimes get vandalized mm. by, you know, anybody. But if you have a young group of people who are like taking ownership and taking pride in something like that, I think it's a really great way to, you know, discourage anybody from doing mm. that to mm. some new facilities. That's positive, isn't mm. it? Mm. Exactly. Mm. Fantastic. Anything else? Uh, in a not so great news, the... Oh, no. um, I had to ask. New South Wales... Forestry Corporation is being taken to court by the Environmental Protection Authority for allegedly cutting down trees in koala habitat between Armidale and Coffs Harbour. Mm -hmm. So basically they broke some of their logging licences and cut down trees in areas they shouldn't have, according to an allegation. Is this since the the new thing we've had? So the the SEP isn't actually in yet. So, oh, this okay. is the yeah. old laws. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not the old laws, the current laws. Okay. So, But, yes. Who, um, who did you say? The forestry? New South Wales Forestry Corporation. Uh, is that a government? That's not a government, is it? Sounds, I think it's sounds like government. A, yeah, it sounds mm. like... I think it's like a... There's a few kind of government corporations. I'm mm, not actually mm. sure, though. I need to look into it more. But if they're found guilty, it's over a million dollars worth of fines. Okay, yeah. Um, but I guess you can't put back trees that you've already cut down. No, but what you can do is you can say, you can draw a line in the sand. That's and right. And you can say, okay, look, this is serious. The koala population has taken an awful hit last year in the bushfires and it yep. was already in decline. Um, do we want to keep the, the cuddly koalas or not? You know, that's the, that's the thing. And the answer to that, everyone will give you the same answer on that. Yes, of course we do. Yes. Um, so this is this is what we have to do. So if you thought maybe that was okay before or maybe you could get away with that before, uh, maybe you can't now. So that's, mm. that's probably a, a really good thing for a... A line in the sand thing saying, okay, this is... So I hope they get yep. up on that one if it's, if it's proved true, of course. I think. Yes. You know, the, the big thing is it's only an allegation at the moment, but... Uh, let's hope it's not true. Or And if it is, they get the full force of the law brought to bear. Yeah. All right. No worries. Well, we've got to go to the news now. We've got to go to you with the news. And after that, I want you to come back and we're going to have a look at the NRL semifinals.
Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth Zone 1287 2TM. I went to the op shop yesterday and I had a bit of a look around and I found a really good Neil Diamond CD. Uh, I've been told to say that. A little kid, people have this baby and they call him Carol. He's a bloke and he goes through life, he goes through school and he just gets beaten up all the time because his name's Carol. It's a bit like the boy named Sue. And he finally grows up, gets out of school and gets himself married, gets to a point where he wants to have his own children. And he has a a lovely little son as well. And his wife says, you know what, I want to name him Love. And he says, no, 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 don't name him Love, for goodness sake. I... I went through school like this. I absolutely got the crap beaten out of me every week because my name was Carol. Why would you want to do that to her own son? She says, no, 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 no. I insist. I love this little baby. Uh, It's different times now. Everything will be all right. We're going to name him Love. So Love grows up and all through school, Love gets beaten up as well and he gets angrier and angrier about why would you call me Love? Now Now I'm copying it. Dad's called Carol. Why am I making me... To go through the same thing and he just gets angrier and angrier and then one day he loses the plot and he comes home with a bow and arrow and he comes and he says dad this is for calling me it's a bit like the boy named sue isn't it um this is for calling me love and he pulls out his bow and arrow and he shoots him straight through the chest and he, and uh, and carol's laying on the ground there and his wife gets home and she says what happened what happened and he says i've just been shot through the heart and you're to blame you gave love a bad name. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. And 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. A Florida woman. After purchasing a bag of methamphetamine, a Florida woman turned over the narcotics to police because it was crap. According to an arrest report, investigators alleged that Beth Ann Franchak, 52, provided the meth to a sheriff's deputy uh, outside her residence in Pete Beach. Uh, Franchak cops say told the deputy she'd purchased $20 worth of methamphetamine and would like to turn it over to the police because it was junk. <laughs> I don't know whether that's a good idea or not under any circumstances. Franchak handed the cop a small plastic bag containing about a quarter of a gram of white crystal-like substance resembling methamphetamine. A subsequent test came back positive for meth. Well, she would have been surprised about that. Franchak was arrested for possession of a controlled substance. She was booked into the county jail, etc., etc., etc. According to court records, Franchak's rap sheet includes a pair of convictions for violating domestic violence protection orders. So she beats people as well. Uh, In a video posted to her own Facebook account, she records herself thanking a sheriff's deputy who is directing traffic near her home. After identifying herself, she says to her leash dog, uh, she's got her dog on a leash and she says, he sniffs out drugs and he brings them to the cops. Well, it turned out it wasn't the dog who did that. (laughs) It was her.